Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, welcome to episode 156 of my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. How would you like to ditch the latest fad diet culture mindset? and the food obsession that comes with it, and the calorie counting, and transform your life and body in as little as 12 weeks. Well, my next guest, Naomi Rothstein, founder of One Fit Future, has created a program that is helping hundreds of women do just that. Naomi believes that fad diets are doing more harm than good, and if you think dieting is the key to permanent weight loss transformation, listen to what Naomi has to say. Essentially, fad diets are exactly what they say. They are fad. Um, Diet industry is a billion dollar or more industry. um, And these days it's super hard because every influencer is being paid to market some detox tea or waist trainer or quick fix or um, whatever, what, what have you. And at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. I mean, in short, diets are not sustainable and they force you to follow food rules and any, any, any sort of food protocol where you're following a set of rules is not going to be sustainable for your life. Because if you go outside of those rules, like you draw outside the lines, you're going to have anxiety. You're going to go crazy. It's going to force you to go down a slippery slope. And by that, I mean, if you're told you can never eat um, chocolate chips and then you have two chocolate chips, you're going to, two things are going to happen. You're going to have a lot of guilt around that. And that's not going to be great for your mindset, or you're going to say, screw it. And you're going to eat the entire bag of chocolate chips. Then you're going to feel guilty. You're going to wake up. You're going to want to detox. You're going to want to over-exercise. And it's a vicious cycle that too many women I have seen um, get caught up in, myself included. Naomi Rothstein is a personal trainer, podcast host, and business coach, as well as the founder of One Fit Future a signature 12-week program that helps women ditch the diet culture mindset, food obsession, and calorie counting with individualized coaching and group support. She is also the host of the One Fit Foodie podcast, where she facilitates conversations with other leaders around the struggles and triumphs of the entrepreneurial journey. Over the past 12 years, Naomi has worked with hundreds of clients to help them heal their relationships with food, feel confident in their bodies, shed fat, and ditch diets for good. A former fitness competitor who has experienced her own disordered relationships with food and body image, leading to some major health scares, Naomi knows all too well the vicious cycle of binging and restricting over-exercising cycle and how overwhelming and all-consuming that can be. Naomi holds the BS in exercise science with a minor in nutrition from Ithaca College. She is a certified health coach through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and has a Precision Nutrition Level 1 certification. And I am pleased to welcome Naomi on my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Naomi, how are you? Oh, thank you so much. I am doing wonderfully. I am here. Um, I'm based out of Boston, and it's a beautiful day. So catching the last warm days before winter, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, I do. Unfortunately, I hate to see summer leave, you know? 
I know, I know. Tis the season. It's all good. Yes, yes, yes. But before we discuss your 12-week program, One Fit Future, let's get a little personal and talk about you, Naomi. Okay? Sure. Where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> I grew up in, yeah, here we go. No, um, <laughs> I grew up um, right outside of Boston in a um, community called Newton, Massachusetts, in a town called Newton, Massachusetts. So that is where I grew up. And my childhood was, um, I don't, I don't want to say pretty normal, but um, I had two wonderful parents. I grew up, um, I also have an older brother who I was very close with and am still close with. He also lives uh, currently outside of Boston. So I see him often with his kids and uh, wife. And my parents are also close by. So pretty tight knit family and um, always, always, uh, always encouraged us to work hard and, you know, be independent and no matter what we wanted to do in life, just to go all in, really. Um, always stressed the importance of education. So, you know, going to college was not really an option. It was not that I didn't want to go, but it was it was kind of like the ultimate um, goal after graduating high school. So um, I, I had a wonderful upbringing um, and my parents, it was there that I really uh, got my love for living an active lifestyle through my parents. Well, that's awesome. That's a very solid foundation. But when did you become interested in fitness? Ooh, um, so I actually started, you know, I was pretty active as a child. You know, I played the, the typical, like I played soccer and softball when, you know, um, like in middle school and even younger than that. And then in high school, I played field hockey. And while I loved field hockey, I really, I didn't fall in love with any other spring sport and I still wanted to be active. So I actually started going to the gym. I started going to the gym with my mom, gold gym, super hard bodied gym at age 15. And I fell in love with just being in that atmosphere. I loved um, strength training. I just kind of followed my mom around. I took some classes. I became friends with the trainers. Um, and it was like a really no frills, like bare bones gold gym, but I just loved even just like hanging out there. It was kind of my calling. And I thought I started to see at a pretty early age, the effects of exercise and how my body transformed and how I gained so much confidence um, that that was, I would say, you know, when I was a junior, senior in high school, my, my true love for fitness and learning more about it. Like, why is it that we can lose body fat by not running all the time and we can lift weights and really diving deeper into exercise science, I think was um, my true interest. It became my interest. So when I applied to colleges, I, I absolutely looked for colleges that had some sort of exercise science program because I knew I wanted to go into that field. Wow. Destined, destined to be a trainer and to help others. <laughs> mm -hmm. Awesome. Prior to striking out on your own um, as a trainer, did you work at other gyms or health clubs in the Boston or Massachusetts area? Yes, that's a great question. Um, so I started, so I graduated college, BS in exercise science, minor nutrition. Um, so I had, yes, the answer, the short answer to your question is yes. I, um, first worked in a corporate health management company. I worked for a corporate health management company. So basically, um, if you think about a corporate company like a Bank of America or um, Raytheon, and specifically I was at Raytheon, there are gyms located inside of those buildings for their employees to use, and they were run by the company I worked for. So my first job out of school, I ran a small corporate fitness center. Um, 
And while it was a great first job out of school to get my feet wet, to still work in a gym and um, all of that, I wasn't really impacting lives, training clients one-on-one. And it was actually fairly boring, but I also see it as a blessing in disguise because it allowed me to, I had so much free time there that I actually started my blog and my website called One Fit Foodie. So I started um, posting everything I ate and my workouts and motivation, and it just kind of took off. And I started getting followers and companies were sending me food to try and sponsorships. And so it was there that I I didn't even know at the time that I was kind of setting the stages for this um, entrepreneurial journey that I'm currently on. But so I I left that um, facility and I moved to a gym in Boston, which no longer exists. It's called FitCorp. And that was my first true personal training job in 2011. I was there for a couple of years. They got bought out by Town Sports International, and then I moved over to Equinox. So I was at Equinox for just shy of five years before leaving Equinox to pursue entrepreneurship um, in its entirety. And there are a lot of twists and turns in that story, but that's the, that's the overview. Oh, yeah, most definitely. But you ended up in Equinox, which yeah. is very reputable nationwide. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I see you're also a certified health coach through Integrative Nutrition. I'm very familiar with them. And you have a Precision Nutrition Level 1 certification, which is also very impressive. Now, in your opinion, why is nutrition important? Oh, man. I mean, nutrition, you know, from a very broad perspective, just to answer that question, I think nutrition is the key to healing all all sorts of ailments, all sorts of Um, you know, you go to your doctors these days and you say, I have a headache. And they say, here, here's a prescription for a pill. Or I have acid reflux. Here's a prescription for a pill. But really what I, what I truly learned through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and I knew this before, but it was really ingrained is that nutrition can truly heal you from the inside out. And there is a time and place for medication, of course, but, um, choosing certain foods and nutrients and herbs and spices and teas and tonics and all that, you know, nutrition is so powerful and there are so many ways to utilize it. Um, That said, I also think it can be super confusing because something like kale, which from the outside in is like kale, everyone should be eating kale. That's amazing. It's such a great superfood. It might be really hard for someone to digest. So um, when someone's saying, everyone's telling me to eat kale, but I eat kale and I get, you know, whatever, indigestion. There, the thing is, you don't have to eat certain foods, and there are going to be foods that are, even though they get a great reputation, there are also other amazing foods that are going to be much easier for some individual. Um, so, you know, and there's so many types and varieties. I just love nutrition. Yeah, I can tell that you love it. Obviously, you're an expert in this field, mm-hmm. but you had a disordered relationship with food and body image leading to some major health scares. Explain yeah. what that was all about. Sure. Um So when I was 25, I got immersed into the world of fitness competitions. Um, For those who don't Uh know, you put on, you know, for women, you put on a sparkly bikini and you get all tan and it's essentially a fitness beauty pageant. Um, You get your, you know, really tan and I'm sure most people listening have seen pictures. Um, But I actually, it was when when I was at Gold's Gym, actually, that I got exposed to this world because there was a trainer there who would coach women to compete. So I always looked in at the studio and these women had these sparkly heels on and their bikinis. And I said in my head, one day, I want to do that. And that looks amazing. And so when I was 25, I was actually in a really um, not a great relationship at the time. And 
he, we don't have to really get into it, but it prompted me, that relationship prompted me to do something for myself. Um, so I signed up for a show and there was no turning back at that time. I signed up through Kathy Savage Fitness. Um, I thought I was going to do one show and I continued to do six shows over the course of three years, four years, actually. Wow. Um, I even became a coach for the team. And so I got really, really immersed in this world. And at first it was, um, you know, I saw my body completely transformed, but it was really the validation I was getting from the outside world, we'll say, that really yeah. kept me going. So I was getting comments from men and women, and I was pretty much terrified of gaining an ounce. I tried to maintain my onstage body year round, and which for those who have competed uh, is not ideal and is not sustainable. So I um, did everything I could to just maintain the way I looked. So as you can imagine, I had some disordered relationship with food. I had a lot of food anxiety in situations where I was not in control. Um, it affected my social life. It affected my family life. So um, wow. that's kind of the disordered part. And, um, you know, I, I, I knew at the end of the day, I, I was not going to be doing this forever. And at age 26, I actually separated a perforated peptic ulcer. So perforated means really? that it um, went, it, it burst through my intestine and I had emergency surgery and it was there. Uh, that was kind of like my aha moment that I really needed to quote unquote, get my, get my stuff together and uh, begin this journey of just getting to a better place mentally healing my relationship with food and my body and not letting it be the end all and be all of my existence. That's the one way to learn, learn the I hard know, way, right? I know, I know, I I've, know. I've been told that before. Someone else has said that before and it's, it's so true. And I'm not saying that to scare anyone. Like if you compete, that's not necessarily going to happen at all. Um, but for me, it was my wake up call because it was already in the back of my mind that I needed to get out of this cycle. And that was just, it was the icing on the cake for me. Oh, definitely. But that experience is going to help others. What yeah. you went through is going to help others. Hopefully. Now, what are, yeah, I think so. <laughs> what are your views on fad diets and oh. why don't they work for most people? Oh, man. We could do a whole other podcast, Vincent, about this topic, but I'll keep it short. Essentially, fad diets are exactly what they say. They are fad. Um, diet industry is a billion dollar or more industry. Um, and these days it's super hard because every influencer is being paid to market some detox tea or waist trainer or quick fix or um, whatever, what, what have you. And at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. I mean, in short, diets are not sustainable and they force you to follow food rules and any, any, any sort of food protocol where you're following a set of rules is not going to be sustainable for your life. Because if you go outside of those rules, like you draw outside the lines, you're going to have anxiety. You're going to go crazy. It's going to force you to go down a slippery slope. And by that, I mean, if you're told you can never eat um, chocolate chips and then you have two chocolate chips, you're going to, two things are going to happen. You're going to have a lot of guilt around that. And that's not going to be great for your mindset, or you're going to say, screw it. And you're going to eat the entire bag of chocolate chips. Then you're going to feel guilty. You're going to wake up. You're going to want to detox. You're going to want to over-exercise. And it's a vicious cycle that too many women I have seen um, get caught up in, myself included. So you don't recommend fad diets? I do not recommend fad diets. Absolutely not. I will 
That is not that is not my philosophy. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Now we talk a little bit about nutrition, but we also know that exercise is extremely important as well. But now, what is Naomi Rothstein's exercise philosophy when it comes to training your clients? Oh, sure. Um, so I am a big fan of strength training, especially most of my clients are women. Um, I do work with some men one-on-one, um, but the men never have a problem with strength training. That's why they, that's why they work with me. Um, it is more the women um, need some, some, some tough love, a little convincing. Some don't. Some of my female clients absolutely love lifting heavy and love how it feels, but I have definitely turned over some previous, you know, um, bar, bar lovers or really low weight, high, high rep activity to more um, heavier weight, lower rep, really, really creating stimulus to your muscles to elicit fat loss. So my philosophy with my clients is strength training, minimum two days a week, a sweet spot for most people who work full time and have a life is three days a week, a couple days of cardiovascular activity that you enjoy, whether that is a spin class or a body weight hit workout or kickboxing or a run. Um, and then one day of something a little bit more mindful, like yoga or a light Pilates class or a long walk. And then absolutely a minimum of one day completely off from exercise to rest and recover and continue to um, see results because your body c- cannot work overtime if you are not letting it rest. It will just constantly be inflamed in a state of stress. Now, how do you motivate your clients to, mm. to want to work out? Oh, that's a um, that's an interesting question because I'm gonna say my ideal client is already motivated, and that actually says it in my IG bio. Ah. It, it says that in my Instagram bio. It says I help motivated women, um, and and I also again I also do train men um, lose body fat and ditch the scale. Um, I want to work with a motivated group of people. So my ideal client, and the because I work on my own, so I have I, I have firsthand pick at who I do work with. So my roster of clients right now, they actually don't need a ton of motivation to show up and do the work. They might not like some of the exercises I give them, but most of my clients now, um, they love to work out. They just are craving that structure. They are craving some accountability and they're craving that, um, and by structure, I mean, all right, Naomi, I don't know which days to do which workouts and is this too much and what should I do for my body? But they, you know, when it comes down to it, they don't have a problem working out. They, they love to move their bodies. I just help them. Um, I help them create workouts custom for their goals and help them with their weekly workout schedule. And it's also accountability and support. My, my clients are the best. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I'm sure they're glad. They're glad to hear that yeah. from you. <laughs> what about mindset? Do you prepare them mentally for the workout or do they come to you already prepared mentally? Mm, it's, um, that's a good question because I, so I work with the, the clients who I, um, the clients who I work with, who I just personal train, I would say that their mindset is there. You know, they show up on time and I've set that tone. Just like you said, when we were offline, you love working with personal trainers because we're always on time. And um, I've kind of yeah, set that yeah. tone with my clients that they're rarely late. They always show up. Um, I set that standard and they set that standard for themselves. So um, in that sense, we're, it's all it's all good. Now, when it and mindset wise, like they're in it. Now, when it comes to the clients I work with in my online course called One Fit Future, I think that mindset in terms of nutrition is so much more challenging. 
um, gaining trust with your body to know it's okay to skip a workout or it's okay to eat a cookie and you're not going to gain 10 pounds. There's a lot more mindset that I work with my nutrition clients um, than my um, personal training clients. Yes, yes. So there's a lot of guilt involved when you start, if a client eats a cookie or mm. has a piece of cake and yeah. you got to tell them, relax, you're going to be okay. Exactly. You know? Like, look at yourself. Still there. You didn't gain a pound. <laughs> exactly. But I know, I know how that fear plays a part. I know. Yeah. But but now, most of your clients, do you train your clients in the gym or most of them are virtual? Yeah, well, as we're recording this um, in, in still in COVID, um, I would say, I mean, I'm not, I would say I, most of my clients are virtual. So I pivoted real fast in March when this all hit, um, you know, mid-March and I pretty much yeah. just, um, you know, contacted my clients and I said, we're still going to continue working, but this is going to be, you know, what, what time works for you and keep this time, et cetera. And I just pivoted pretty much all of my business virtual. Um, there are a couple clients who I'm seeing in person, but it is, um, and, and previous, to COVID, I only work in a couple boutique studios. So I do not work in a big box gym anymore. You do not need a membership at the gyms that I train. You just come, you work out with me. I rent the space and that's that. Um, so I am training a couple clients at their gyms in their apartment buildings that are close by to me, but most all others right now are virtual. Wow. Okay. Excellent. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you were able to pivot too. Mm -hmm. That's so important. You yeah. know? Speaking of COVID, how has it affected your business though has it really impacted it in a negative way or were you able to really you know step it up a bit it impacted it in a really positive way i'm gonna say that my business has skyrocketed and i also think that's due to a lot of gyms being closed i get personal training inquiries almost every week and i'm no longer taking um as we're recording this i'm not taking brand new clients that always changes but my scheduled roster of personal training clients one-on-one -on -one is full um, I also am um, pivoting my business a little bit, getting into business coaching uh, for personal trainers. So um, hmm. I'm bringing a whole other leg to my business currently working with a business coach. Um, so I think that COVID for me, at least, it's been a really big blessing in disguise to um, act fast and to also really tap into some other passions that I have in one of which is helping other trainers grow their business and um pivot digitally so that is what that's my next endeavor i'm working on um but it's been no honestly it's been great for my business i'm i'm very it's also forced me to slow down a little bit and not run around the city all day with like a chicken with his head cut off um and if you're a trainer you know how i feel you know you know what that feels like so exactly exactly yep. but let's talk a little bit about one fit future that's your 12-week program sure. where did the name come from and what does it mean Oh, man. Well, the name its funny. So um, I started my blog, One Fit Foodie, in 2009, and that was kind of my brand. It started my brand name. I just picked the name, um, and everyone started recognizing me and calling me One Fit Foodie. That was just kind of my my name, my brand. I, I just picked it one day and I fell into it. So um, different legs of my business are called, um, I use that One Fit so-and-so um, as you know, huh. my brand name. So I just created a workout program. It's called One Fit Bod. Um, you know, in my IG bio, if you want to click the link and see um, about me, it says One Fit Goodies. And so when I created this program, I was still trying to keep my brand, uh, you know, I was still trying to keep it on brand, we'll say. So One Fit 
And then I was thinking of words, um, you know, you want it to be catchy, you want it to be memorable. And I said, one fit future. And that just kind of stuck. Um, and so that's, that's where the name came from. Um, and it is about having one fit future as well. So um, that's where the name came from. I'm, I'm really proud of that name. <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, so you should be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is an online program. Yep. What can clients expect yep. to receive from joining the program? Absolutely. So One Fit Future is my signature 90-day course. Um, and I work with, again, motivated, driven, incredible women, all who have a common goal of they, they really want to stop wasting their time, energy, and money and see results. So it's a hybrid coaching program. It's built to teach and guide women um, through a four. And I actually added a fifth module called quarantine edition. So it actually has five modules. It's 12 weeks. It's a hands-on course with group accountability, individualized support. So there are Zoom calls every week. I have on amazing guest coaches. There's a 27, uh, 24-7 Facebook group for the women and me to connect and talk all day long. Um, and then the course is all online, and it's all go at your own pace. So it also includes a three-month strength training program. There are meal prep guides. There are um, modules about, uh, excuse me, there are lessons that range from everything in nutrition to the binge and restrict cycle to self-sabotage to more mindset and then workout recovery. There's a 25 recipe ebook. So there's a lot of content in this course and the women go through it together. And your, your question as to what can they expect, um, at the yeah. end of the day, I want the women who enroll in this course to have a better relationship with food. I want them to um, not be obsessed with, we do not count calories. We do not use the scale. We do not, um, it's all intuitive eating principles. So I want them to be able to have confidence in their food choices. I want them to be able to never be tempted to do another fad diet again, because that has gotten them nowhere. Um, and because of that, most of them will lose body fat. This is not a guaranteed weight loss course, though. It is not, I'm not guaranteeing anyone's going to lose 10 pounds. That said, most of the women who show up and do the work and uh, come to the calls and ask questions, they do lose weight. They 100% they lose weight because they're doing the work of getting out of the diet mindset. Nice. Do you have any success stories on oh, your website? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a ton of testimonial. There's testimonial videos. Um, I, uh, hundreds, hundreds, literally hundreds. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Incredible. Could anyone start at any time, um, your, your program? Yep. That's a great question. So I actually run this because I am the coach of the program. I actually run it only, uh, three to four times a year. So there are different cohorts of one fit future. So it is an open and closed course because I am, um, I am, I'm coaching it a hundred percent. It is not the type of thing that you buy it and then you go through it with no guidance. You are doing it with the other women. So right now I am in, I am in the fourth round of it. I started it last year. There are 16 women enrolled and this course will go till right around Thanksgiving. And then I will kick off a new class in January. Okay. And January is the new class. All yeah. Right. Excellent. Now, this is great because, again, I will continue promoting the podcast and knowing that your next program is in January, too, I will definitely be promoting it into the new year. Yeah, well, yeah. And people can sign up. I mean, you can sign up. I've had women sign up months in advance because then that locks in their spot. So there's never there's never a time that you can't fill out the application and we chat and you can sign up and lock in your spot. Okay. And do you take on anyone who wants to be a part of the program or is there a certain criteria or requirement? Yep. 
Great question. Um, so I, right now it's only, it's women only. Um, I, I feel, you know, I wasn't, I, it was, I didn't know if it was going to be all women or all men, but I really truly find that women um, working with this, this specific um, topic is a little touch and go. And it's a lot of them sharing a lot of personal experiences and women talking to women about this um, feel more comfortable. So it is women only. Um, and um, you have to be ready and willing to be open-minded knowing this is, I'm not giving you macros. I am not counting calories for you. You are not stepping on a scale and you have to be, open and willing to know that criteria. This is not going to be the type of course where I'm handing you a meal plan. So the lack of structure is something I think most people need because the problem with diets is that there are, there is too much structure um, and it's not sustainable. So that's, that's why people continue to do diets their entire life. Oh, most definitely. And you know, all too well how that doesn't work. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Now, we're heading into the fall and winter months, which is considered the cold and flu season. And as you know, we still have to be concerned about a possible second wave of the coronavirus. And being the health expert that you are, what advice would you give to someone who is concerned about their health this time of year? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Um, I would say the most important thing to me is sleep. <laughs> um, making sure that you get adequate sleep is going to be a, it's going to set you up for a really solid foundation to um, keep your cortisol levels in check, keep your adrenals in check, not have anxiety, um, be productive during the day. And it's so pinnacle for your health. So I would say sleep is number one. Um, try not looking at your phone, keeping your before bed, keeping your room cool. I like to use a white noise machine, just some, some hacks um, in regards to sleep. I also love CBD. Um, and then finding ways, finding ways to move your body. And it doesn't have to be you know, some hour long, crazy CrossFit hit style workout. It could be a 30 minute walk. It could be a 20 minute yoga flow, but finding ways every day to move your body. So you're not um, sitting at a desk all day and feeling cooped up and getting some fresh air, honestly, um, obviously with a mask um, and just making sure you're getting a wide range of nutrients in your diet. So if you're used to always eating, Uh, zucchini for your vegetables, like put a new food item in your cart, put a new vegetable in your cart, try new foods, put something new in your grocery cart. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Any final advice for my listeners, Naomi? Final advice. If you are on any sort of journey, um, whether that be a physical one, um, I would say stay consistent just stay with it and believe in yourself and there's going to be bumps in the road. There are going to be things that come up in your life that are going to feel like you get thrown off track, but just remember that there is no off and on track. You actually are only on one track and that's your one life. So um, if you stop viewing it as every time you ate a cookie, you went off track and every time you ate a cookie, you think you have to eat the entire sleeve of cookies, that's not the case. It's just a cookie and you move on with your day. And then there's always tomorrow. Always tomorrow. <laughs> always tomorrow. Yep. Love it. How can my listeners learn more about Naomi Rothstein and One Fit Future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can visit my website. It's NaomiRothstein.com. 
and on Instagram. You can always uh, shoot me a DM. I'm super approachable. I'd love to hear from you. It's Naomi.Rothstein. It's just my name. Super easy to find. Excellent. Excellent. This has been great. It's been, it, went over, it went by so quickly. But mm-hmm. Naomi, on behalf of Body Scope of New York and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Vincent. This has been great. And to my listeners, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring, and that you will continue tuning in to our Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them on my Six Weeks of Fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. Take care. Bye-bye.